0: your on the mark podcast is loading now the on the mark podcast is sponsored by the sunbury motor company family-owned dealership since 1915 fourth street in sunbury and sunbury motors kia on routes 11 and 15 hummel's wharf News Radio 1070
1: WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565
0: or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. (laughs) Ben took the day off, but today we're glad to say that we have a different guest co-host in here today. Do people still call you Muggy? Is yeah, they... yeah. You
2: can call me Muggy. Okay. right of fact, call me Muggy, and only the people I really know will be able to get mad at me. Otherwise, people won't know who they I am. They won't
0: know who it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> we, you just lost that okay. that hideaway. All so, right. yeah, we got thousands of people now that know that uh, Muggy is uh, Mr. Mike Glazers here from Lewisburg. I knew him when he was a radio slash newspaper man back in the day, then went to work for Congressman right. Tom.
2: Glenn uh, well I went went to work for John Peterson who That's was right. our congressman here and then uh, um, then Glenn Thompson when when John Peterson retired.
0: I always pictured John Peterson as like a real statesman <clears throat> guy a real true conservative, a good Reagan conservative
2: and good hair.
0: Good hair, yes, Good that's hair. true. Yeah, that white yeah, hair comb back.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was a conservative as far as conservatives went uh, 20 years ago. Right. Whatever, you know, things of the flavors change.
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah. we'll talk about that as the show progresses. Yeah. So that's Mike Laser across from me and uh, still a Republican. So we don't know what went wrong, but we'll see if we can turn him around today. Now, we invite you to do exactly what I have done on many occasions lately, and that's go to sunburymotors.com, check out their entire selection of Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. You can select the perfect vehicle right from your home, and uh, you can uh, find out about uh, whether you'd want to buy that online. You could even trade in a vehicle online. Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Thousands of cars are in perfect condition there, and they've all been through a 200-point check, and they are good to go. Most likely lately this week, thanks to Kyle Alexander, bringing me up an, uh, excuse me, a Ford F-150 to look at. Uh, we know that uh, there's a uh, it's called Rapid Red with a metal tint uh, vehicle down there. It's a Ford F-150. It's a 2021. Literally just came off the truck. Still has those little yellow paint stickers on the tires. And uh, they got a lot of rebates on that vehicle to keep it moving. They got a lot of F-150s down there. This particular one. Just $48,000. And I'm telling you what, that is a ton of truck uh, for the right uh, price. Uh, It has active park assist to help you park the vehicle. And more importantly, in my case, just to make sure you don't hit anything. has post-collision braking to make sure that if you ever do tap anything that your vehicle stops where it's at and doesn't move on unless you want it to. Evasive steering assist. It has intersection assist. It has the on-off stop technology and the V6 EcoBoost motor. Lane centering to keep you in the center of the lane, and it does have the nudge, so if you start to drift out of your lane, it gives you a little nudge to put you back in there to let you know uh, that uh, you are uh, drifting out of your lane. drifting again, Muggy. And the, uh, it also has, and this is really good, the intelligent adaptive cruise control. So you set the cruise control at uh, 65, uh, as long as you're on an interstate, <laughs> yeah, not on Route 15. And then, although you can go f- uh, 65 on Route 15 up in Tioga. County, Are you right?
2: describing a vehicle or the, uh, the Mars Lander <laughs> from yesterday? Yeah, yep. yesterday. Yeah, that
0: is exactly right. This is a yeah. very sophisticated truck that really helps you drive smart. Uh, but the adaptive cruise, you set it at 65, but if I vehicle slows down in front of you, it slows the, your truck down. So it's a Ford F-150, and I'll tell you what, it's a gorgeous uh, truck. If it had that six-foot bed, I would call it Mark Lawrence's truck, but I told uh, Kyle, I need the six-foot bed. Uh, I, the kayak stick out four feet as it is, so we can't have them stick it out any farther. But we invite you to do what I did, that's give it a drive, test it out, get in there, uh, put your hook your laptop to the AC outlet that's inside, and uh, pull down the workstation that's there so you can kind of work in the vehicle uh, when you're not driving, of course, and uh, it's going to be the perfect truck for somebody. It actually
2: has a ruler on the tailgate, I
0: understand. Right, to measure fish. That's right. Well, he says it's to measure anything. That's all I would measure on the tailgate. Uh, okay, yes. I don't do anything with lumber. Yeah,
2: that's... Uh, besides, you can get arrested for doing something like that. On but the tailgate. That's, yes, so. that's right.
0: Yeah, definitely pull over to yeah. measure your fish on yeah, the tailgate. Yeah, that's right. All right, on the mark, as you have figured out, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check him out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open now, 1-800- 7959565 You can email us at onthemark at com. and as you can do as our first caller occasionally does, that's text us 70236 Good morning sir, you are on the mark What would you like to talk about on this Friday?
3: Good morning Mark uh, Could someone please explain to me the Democrats' logic in trying to expedite past the citizenship for over 11 million illegal immigrants in this country?
0: because these individuals are already in our country. They're working and thriving, and, of course, they're felons, having snuck in instead of um, uh, got here legally. But many have jobs, are paying taxes, are productive citizens, and uh, I No,
3: no, no. Wait a minute, Mark. They are not citizens.
0: (laughs) Well, that's true. Excellent point. Yeah, good catch. Thank you. Yeah, they are, well, they're productive citizens of someplace else, but uh, not the U.S. Well,
3: then let them go back to that place and be productive there.
0: But we are. Already... We
3: have how many millions of people <laughs> are unemployed right at the moment? Uh,
2: I think it's seven million. Sounds... It's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of million, right? A lot of 1000000 yeah, yeah, A lot of it's millions,
3: and we're many. going to bring a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the people that are here, which can almost guarantee it's not eleven million people because we've been t- being fed that pile of you know what for the past 20 or 30 years. It's only 11 million people. It's only 11 million people. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry, in those past 20 or 30 years, there's probably been a million or more a year coming across. And there was 11 million then, they said. So what's that make it? About 40 million? 30, 40, 50 million?
2: Stan, Are you here illegally? Yes, Stan. This is this is this is Muggy here. It's Mike. Um I understand where you're coming from because we just can't keep our borders open uh, to anybody who wants to come across. But I think a, a big part of this and something that uh, has been going on for a long time, if we talk, we, let's step back and divide the um, uh, the people coming into our country illegally into uh, uh, people storming the border. And the kids, the dreamers that had uh, been here for years, went to school here, are... In every way, American except for uh, having citizenship. Um, can we divide that and say that these no. people who, well, no, wait a second. No, these no, people no, have no, had Hold a on,
0: Stan. Hold on. Go ahead. Um,
2: these people, these young people, and who are some not so young, already in their 20s and 30s because they came here so early, are productive American citizens. You can't condemn them for being dragged across the border for what their parents did. I'm not arguing with you on the point of keeping our borders open. I tend to agree with you on that. But there were two distinct classes of people.
0: All right. Go ahead, Stan. No, they're not
3: citizens. The DACA people, that was all a farce put upon us by Obama.
0: Okay? Well, if you're born in the that U.S., is, aren't you a citizen? Il-
3: they're illegal. I don't care how they got here or why they're here. If they want to stay, fine. We'll give them, we'll give them partial amnesty, but they can never become citizens or vote in this country because that's all this is about.
0: In- well, if you're born in the U.S., you're a citizen of the U.S. That's just how that works. It's a strange Look, geography quirk.
3: Yeah, but majority of the DACA people, no, all of the DACA people were not born here. They were born someplace else and brought here as children, which I understand. Not necessarily their fault. Probably isn't their fault, but that's beside the point. They're still here illegally. You want to leave them, stay here? Fine. We'll give them work permits. They can never vote. They can never become citizens. That's the way it is.
0: But well, there's a lot of jobs that will go unfilled if every illegal immigrant were to be deported. If we came up with a huge bus and filled it up with, with the. Uh, there's 11
3: million there's, there, there's
0: 11 million plus. 7
3: and 10 million unemployed right now. It's 11 so, million. What jobs are going
0: to be unfilled? Well, here's the rub, and Stan, apparently you don't know this, but individuals who are unemployed right now don't want the open jobs. Otherwise, they would be working. So we have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of jobs in Pennsylvania that are going unfilled because the unemployed people don't wish to. And part of that, of course, is that we give them great benefits and incentives and stimulus, and uh, we boost up their unemployment so there's no incentive to work. But uh, unfortunately, if every unfilled job were suddenly filled, we'd have zero unemployment Right now,
3: that'd be great, and we can take away, you know, all this unemployment. You know, unemployment used to be for what, twenty-six weeks or something like yeah, that. And now yeah. we extend it for a year, two years, just because the you know the Democrat governors and mayors can't allow the people in their cities and, and states to work.
2: Well, they're, they're, Stan, so, you, you, there is there is definitely some truth to that. I, I mean, the I believe I believe that um, human beings in general. Um, would be much more comfortable being taken care of. But that's not the way society works. That's not the way uh, our society, the, the the American capitalist society works. You don't want to sit back. It's inbred in us. We don't want to sit back and be taken care of. But in general, human beings would be want to be comfortable, eat bonbons and watch uh, Game of Thrones all day. You know, th- oh, this that'd is-
3: That'd awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I
2: know. It would be awesome. And and there are certain people who kind of do that. I've known those people um, in in my past history. Um, My my mother's parents, my grandparents... were on welfare for a big chunk of their later life because my granddad lost his business during the uh, Depression. And then when, uh, I believe it was called home assistance or whatever it was, Roosevelt instituted in 35, um, he collected a check for the rest of his life and lived very meagerly, but very happily, not having to get up and go to work. So I understand that. Um, It was an embarrassment to my mother I mean, I love the people, but it was an embarrassment. So, this has to do with the the human makeup. Um, but as far as uh, as far as the the immigrants go, you're I believe you're absolutely wrong about the kids who had been brought in the DACA kids. They are part of our society. They they are Americans in their culture. And they deserve not to become immediate citizens, but they should have a path to citizenship.
0: All right, Stan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. All right.
3: All right. No. What they're planning, what they put in yesterday <laughs> that I heard, is they want to expedite these people to a pathway to citizenship within the next year or two. And there's only one reason for that.
0: So they can that vote Democratic. That is to
3: increase okay. voter polls, you know, rules for the Democrats. Because they figure, oh, it's the Democrats pushing this. They'll just vote for us because we give them everything. People need to be stopped giving everything. What if everybody, everybody said, sorry, I'm not working anymore? Who's going to pay for what? Where's that money coming from? How is it going to happen? It won't. Then we'll turn into the biggest asshole like Venezuela, where everything was given to those people by the government because they voted for it. And now we'll look at them. You know the, the the powerful and elite they get they get all the food they want and the electricity and the water that always stays on for them. But the citizens, the masses, get nothing. They have to go root in the garbage cans to survive. That's what's going to happen if we keep on this path.
0: All right, we got you, Stan. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the call. Thank you. Keep the text coming, too. Stan, our good caller from uh, Danville. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. Thanks to Stan. We started out talking about immigration. President Biden has uh, all kinds of good plans. So if you have a reaction to those, uh, a visceral action, <laughs> reaction, go ahead and call us up and tell us what it is. 1-800-795-9565. Immigration is so terribly complex. Can we ever really encapsulate... What what any one president is trying to do,
2: um, <clears throat> I believe, like everything else, it's political football. And uh, um, on my side, on the Republican side, there there is some truth to uh, the belief that um, bringing um, immigrants into the country from from uh, um, the southern hemisphere uh, would uh, bolster the democratic um, uh, you know the Democratic Party's vote totals. Um, They'd have to become citizens, though. They couldn't vote otherwise. Of course, people will argue that they vote anyway. Um, no, they I've never seen ID proof to that. I've never seen proof of that. And if it does happen, uh, it's going to be a few people here and there. But, but the thing is, is that we do have to have strong borders. We we can't just allow um, waves of immigrants to come into this country. We, we never have. We've always opened our borders when we needed people, and actually, we need people right now to do the the menial labors, l- menial labor that we Americans are too good for. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I when I worked for the congressman, and of course, uh, a completely rural district, and I went to farms and. Um, talk to farmers all the time, and um, they said if it wasn't for the, the migrant workers or their full-time workers who happened to come from, from Mexico and, and southern parts of uh, below Mexico, um, they wouldn't be able to do their business. I remember one farmer uh, telling me that uh, back in the uh, 80s and 90s, he'd have high school students in the summer come and help him with his crops. Kids don't want to do that anymore. You wouldn't do
0: that. He used to pick strawberries. Well, kids used to pick strawberries yeah. or tomatoes around here. Yes, for extra money.
2: They will not do that. That's too menial for them. Um, there's something wrong. We're getting soft. We really, and we're al- we being allowed to get soft. Well, and even when
0: uh, so hun- at this time last year, when hundreds and hundreds of jobs were going unfilled, there was still a four or five six percent jobless rate around here. I know of people, literally uh, not in our right around here, but down in the you know Dauphin and Cumberland County region, was an individual that worked in the computer industry and got laid off. Of course, a white collar job as companies changed and so on, and uh, wouldn't wouldn't get another job, you know, looked looked for jobs that were exactly in his field, but hundreds of other jobs were going unanswered. He even could hear the construction of an Amazon fulfillment center from his house and when it was finished, of course they had a big job fair he wouldn't go down because he's he was a white collar egghead. You know, he's too smart yeah, for well, that job. You know,
2: most people most of us human being type people are really uh, we, we put ourselves into a, to a little envelope and say this this is this is what we do and we're uncomfortable by doing something else I'm not an example of that because um, I can't concentrate on anything for more than like a year so I've had 50 you can't th- be anything yeah I've had 53 than- different careers so but most people do are uncomfortable, um, and I am too. I mean, I, I'm not special. You're uncomfortable when you get out of your, your zone. All right.
0: We invite callers on this uh, topic. We're talking about the state of America as it relates to immigration and uh, jobs and unemployment and I guess the pandemic factors into that. One of our good listeners says good morning, Stan. Things needs to wake up and acknowledge we're in a pandemic. What we found out in the past is next comes a depression, so Democrats are trying to stop this from happening by keeping unemployed people with unemployment benefits. Thanks, uh, says Bob. Same guy texted us yesterday and said, good morning. Trump supporters don't uphold the law. They still believe uh, Trump won the election. The truth is Joe Biden won the election. Get over it. Uh, Trump lost uh, the election uh, because he was a lawless, liar, and stupid racist president, uh, says Bob. So we no,
2: are, no strong feelings?
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, this is just the beginning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. We got callers lined up for the uh, rest of this house. Hour, so we'll take a quickie break. We're going to be talking to Joe and Carl very shortly here on WKOK. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark, 1-800-795-9565 A number you will need during the 9 a.m. hour we we'll probably have our calls and emails and texts lined up for this half hour Joe's been patiently waiting Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. You're on the mark
4: uh, I was uh, the last caller yesterday And I asked about the rules of uh, how to You know, like about the reading and of uh, certain articles or quotes and that uh, it would be explained to me not not because I I surely don't want anything to do with running your show but I do want to know for my own good because then I wouldn't have to look up and try to you know get articles and reference things Uh, and you told me that uh, you just wanted me to summarize you know what I was talking about which is that I understand but I guess my concept from the beginning when I started listening to the show a couple of years ago is that when you say it was open phones, I I I had a different idea, I guess, than what uh, came to fruition over the past couple of weeks. So uh, how is it that uh, Eric got to read quotes that negatively showed Rush Limbaugh's uh, what he called racism about the bone? And then no- he got to read them verbatim. So if you just give me so I can... Like what I want to put into my own research, so to speak, or effort in a in a subject.
0: Well, we just want, want you to read a CNN or Newsweek or Time magazine article to us. He had some key quotes well, that.
4: No, that, no, well, I was going to read uh, a quote. But, that, and uh, even yeah, a, even the I Bible part, because I don't choose to memorize finish. such things. You know, I find it much easier that if I could just read it, and I don't really want to summarize the Bible, I think that might be a little bit dangerous for me, filtering it through my own brain, you know, on my memory. So I thought, you know, just it was like two sentences, but not allowed. So I understand. And I'm not telling you how to. it's your show, your dough. I'm not messing with your paycheck. I just want to know what kind of effort I can put in. If you just want me to summarize, that's fine. Just as long as I know. And if somebody like uh, Eric, who's uh, lets everybody know he's a college graduate and that, you know, he you know that's fine, but if you just let me know that believe me that's all i I want to go with
0: it. now you know you and, can't and read you know, a whole article explain
4: it to me now if you can, but over the period of the show, but
0: uh, why you know, don't I just tell you now? you just can't read an article to us if if there's some quote in an article okay, or a an sentence article, but
4: what if I want to take like one sentence what the 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 writer of the article like that,
0: that's fine. That you can quote an article.
4: His, uh, <laughs> his whole, you know, one page in like one sentence, if I could read that, because I don't want to memorize what somebody from CNN, you know, I don't want to memorize it, but I don't want to misquote the guy. That And then maybe another caller says, well, that's not what he said. So I, I don't quote somebody for, you know, any other reason than just the – have it be the actual quote not and I don't want to read it I, I want to give my opinion it's not that I want to take time you know I'm not going to read a whole article okay, but okay. I do like we, got we got it we got it we got
0: it we got it we got, it. We got it
4: let him read the article All right. so Hold I kind of you know yeah. Went along joe, with joe, good idea.
2: Joe, go ahead joe the, 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 this is Mike um, I'm, I'm just a guest here so don't don't blame um, mark <laughs> for this but but yeah, I think <laughs> no, it'd be best don't. you you I, you, I, you I go to the do the do the TED do do the quote do the quote and then comment on it. Simple as that. You know uh, we don't we don't sit here and read verbatim uh, things we say. God knows because you I've heard a lot of stuff that was said here and I know nobody <laughs> thinks about it. I don't read anything you know, on this show. <laughs> Sorry,
5: <laughs>
2: but just quote something and then give us your opinion.
0: All right, thank you so much, Joe. We really appreciate it. Uh, and, do
2: and then not.
4: Then Mark had told me, "No, we're not reading that." Uh, I don't mind. All I want is the rule. I don't want to even argue right, about I'll, I'll
2: take I'll, I'll take Mark out cool back. Uh, Joe, I'll take Mark out back after this and, and 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 show him what's supposed to be done. Thank you, Joe. Great <clears throat>
0: great call. Thank you so much, uh, Carl. You are on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. You got a couple of minutes.
6: Good morning. Yeah, I just pulled out my copy of War and Peace. I
0: thought I'd
6: read it <laughs> to you. Sorry. <laughs> 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 no. The, the reason I called, I, I wanted to actually agree with Stan on the DACA thing, and I want to disagree with Mike. Mike, you're starting to sound like a rhino.
2: Um, I don't even know what a rhino is because um, uh, that's only in the eye of the beholder. Let's put it that way. Um, but anyway, yeah,
6: I, 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 we, we can't be giving citizenship out to people. The, the word illegal, they are still illegal. Yes, give them a green card, allow them to work, allow them to pay taxes. But no, they do not, they have not earned the right to vote because they are illegal. There are people that take 10 years of going through the process. If they want to go through the actual process of becoming a citizen, but it's like everything else. Everybody in this world wants a handout. And we are not we should not hand out the uh, yeah Carl. Let me interrupt you here for
2: a second. I did not say give them citizenship. I said allow them a path for citizenship. Um, Well, they they just.
6: It should be the same path as somebody, anybody else coming, and I think that
2: happens like 8 or 10 years. Fine, that's that's, it's even longer. I know that uh, when I was working in Congress, uh, people who wanted to come to America to live from Mexico had to wait 13 years sometimes because of the um, uh, each year only a certain number of people were allowed to enter the country. But no, I don't disagree with you on um, them waiting, but Allow them to be part of this society. No, not voting, but allow them that path to become a citizen.
6: Well, don't they? Doesn't don't they automatically have that path if they want to? But they.
2: Well, you know, let, let's they let me let me back up. Let me back up a little bit, and maybe you're right, and I'm a little bit wrong. Let
0: me stop you there. Yeah. We're going to run out of time, Carl. Can you you want to hold or buzz back? Which.
6: Uh, Yeah, let me, I'm actually loading grain on my truck. Let me give you a call back if I can. Sounds fabulous. All
0: right, good. Yeah, give your full attention to that. That sounds like a hazardous operation if you're not giving your full attention to grain loading. All right, we are going to take a quick break for CBS News. Then we'll do the local headlines. We'll resume our open phone segment about 10 minutes after the hour. We got some emails and texts that we will read and uh, we'll hear more about immigration. We got to talk about tolling interstate 80s bridges and 83 and 99 and that sort of thing too that's a pen dot idea we're going to talk about that when we return this is news radio 1070 wkok sunbury news radio 1070 wkok presents on the mark it's a chance to voice
1: your opinion on the events that affect life in the susquehanna valley call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com.
0: Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings, welcome on board, WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We're glad that uh, Ben comes in on a regular basis as a volunteer. Uh, he's got the day off, so we brought in, invited, Mr. Mike Glazer to come so, in.
2: Am I a uh, uh, guest Here. guest host?
0: Guest co-host, yeah. guest guest co-host.
2: guest co-host. You
0: are a guest co-host, right. Rhino, career jumping.
2: Right. Yeah,
0: moderate Republican, but see, you're a natural born listener. You close your mouth and listen to what other people say. So, that's uh, not good for radio. It's not good for Republicans either. Yeah, okay. It's Uh, really not helping though. Well, that's okay.
2: I know some Democrats that uh, that have uh, diarrhea of the mouth also. So, uh.
0: (laughs) and earplugs. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Joe has Fox funnels, but there are MSNBC funnels out there to be sure. (laughs) Yes. All right. uh, It is Be Kind a month. Talk to someone who practices a different religion than you would be sound advice today. Talk to somebody who practices a different religion than you. Are you are Jewish? Jewish? I'm Jewish. Uh, you're Jewish. Yeah, okay, I, there you go. I have
2: been since I was born.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I had sense. no
2: say over it, like most people.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, and I'm a bad Lutheran, so, but we can have some good conversations. Yeah, well, I'm
2: a bad Jew, so that's okay. That <laughs> works out. Yeah. Bacon right. cheeseburgers were my downfall. You know, that's it. <laughs> Any
0: day of the week. Any day of the Happens week. to come yeah. up. Yeah, so no Lenten discipline for me seems to stick really to speak of but uh, hey we invite no religion calls though so that's the sum total of our religiosity today got some great texts that have come in during the break so we'll read those and some great emails on the mark sponsor by the sunbury motor company please check them out at sunburymotors.com I'd like to join our conversation we started out about immigration we're going to talk about the tolling of interstate 80 bridges and 83 bridges shortly so we'll do that and so we invite you to join uh, that uh, conversation uh, you can join us telephonically 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and you can text us at 70236 one of our good listeners asks what's the policy as it relates to reading articles in scripture uh, really just r- highlight whatever you need to grab a quote if, if it takes a few quotes to make your point feel free to, do, to quote from an article you just can't read the whole thing can't read chapter and verse of scripture either we, we ask that you not do that but uh, all of our good listeners have learned a lot from either scripture or good books, so if you need to read uh, a sentence or two from something to really emphasize your point, and every, heaven knows there's a million people more articulate than I am in all our good points, so if you need to read from them, feel free to do see so. See
2: Dick run. See Jane well, run. Well, I still remember that. That's, that, that's a good
0: book. <laughs> it is. <coughs> but you're not allowed to read the whole first page, okay, so please right. stop. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have some very brief news headlines here. It's all back to normal now on Route 54, 40 Four eighty and Route One eighty. There were speed restrictions earlier today. Geisinger had to reschedule some of their vaccine doses. Uh huh. And I was, well, yesterday Joe sat there when I read the new schedule and he said, uh huh. Yeah. And so yeah, he was due for a second dose yesterday and it got pushed to so and it was for today. And you were due for a second you, dose. No,
2: first dose yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. it was pushed to March first. All
0: right. Well, and here's Geisinger's Hughes Building Vaccine Center, the Geisinger Health Plan Building. Uh, the first. dose Vaccine appointments that were set for after 10:30 this morning will be rescheduled for March 1st, and that's you, right? Yeah. Oh no, you were. Well, I think though.
2: they're doing every. Uh, they might have left March 1st open for a makeup day or okay, something. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Okay. And uh, see, they got to learn from the schools how to that's do this. Right. And second dose vaccine appointments originally scheduled for today are moved to Sunday. Yeah, and Joe mentioned that he's hoping that he doesn't have any uh, sore arm or anything that's uh, too bad from that on Monday morning when he comes in. Uh, COVID 19 hospital hospitalizations continue to decline. The state says there's about 2,100 people in Pennsylvania who are in the hospital right now, way down from the 5,000 or 6,000 plus last month. Geisinger Danville has 48 souls on board. That was 60, 168 people a month ago. Evangelical Community Hospital down from their 65 patient peak uh, last month. They are 13 people on board right now, two in the ICU and none at Evangelical Community Hospital on a ventilator. As we mentioned, uh, Associated Press reporting today facing growing demands on its highways. PennDOT Thursday named nine bridges on six interstates, including I-95's mile-long Girard Point Bridge in Philadelphia, which needs upgrades, and they will consider tolling for these bridges to generate cash. The work on the nine bridges would be costly, easily needing billions of dollars for projects that will take years to complete. According to PennDOT, tolling would be electronic and collected through easy pass or license plate uh, grabs. PennDOT said the money collected on a bridge would go to its construction, maintenance, and operation. The bridges are Interstate 78's Lenhart's Bridge in or er, Lenhart'sville Bridge in Berks County. I-79's uh, bridges over Route 50 in Allegheny County, and a bridge uh, that Mike's been over many times, the I-80 bridges across Canoe Creek yes. in Clarion County, and uh, uh, more bridges he's been across, Interstate 80's nescopeck I've been across this one, Nescopeck Creek in Luzerne County, also North Fork in Jefferson County. And have been Lehigh across that
2: River. many times. Oh, have you? Okay, yes, Jefferson I County.
0: I wouldn't even know precisely how to get to Jefferson County. You get on Route 80 and turn left. Okay, sound <laughs> advice. You don't really turn, you merge, but anyway. <laughs> um, let's see, Lehigh the uh, I-80 bridge over the Lehigh River near Wilkes-Barre, the I-81 bridge over the Susquehanna River in, in northern Pennsylvania, and Interstate 83 bridge uh, near Harrisburg over the Susquehanna River. Yeah, everybody's been over that a couple of times. And uh, so they would do this. The bridges were selected because they are relatively large, costly projects that require improvements sooner. PennDOT said the agency tried to give geographical balance to the bridges that it selected to distribute the impact around the state. So we thank the Associated press for that there's certainly a lot more to this and we're going to talk about that in about five minutes from right now so we really want to explore this and we have a a guest today who's uh, quite informed on that so we're going to give him uh, that chance Carl has asked for and received an opportunity to finish his call Uh, go ahead Carl. we were talking about illegal immigrants uh, when we last spoke
6: all right can you hear me okay I'm Mm -hmm. driving Wanted to make
0: sure yep you sound super
6: all right excellent Uh, just to finish up. I think it's obvious that if you look at the way the Democrats want to push this through that they're doing it for one reason and that's to get votes. And I just don't personally think that's right. I, I agree that if these people are brought here when they're young kids, that it wasn't their fault, but I think they still have to follow the same procedures as anybody else. And then jumping over to the Im- immigrant workers. So one thing that I feel is, but when you mentioned it about picking tomatoes when you were kids, when I was 12 years old, I started picking tomatoes outside of Sunbury. I made $150 a week, which if you look at the conversion table for today is about $500 a week. So what basically what I'm saying is, if you pay people a good wage, they will work. But what we have, we can't be thinking that we're just going to buy everything cheap. So we, we want, as a nation, we want the, the Walmart pricing, but we want the $15 an hour paycheck. You can't have both. So if we want to pay people more, we, the citizenry, have to expect to pay more for the products that we were going to get.
2: But Carl, if, uh, and I follow your reasoning, so what is the solution if we don't pay people And I'm not for a $15 an hour. I'm going to just play devil's advocate. If we don't pay people a living wage, uh, Americans, a living wage, which they will get up off their butts to go and pick tomatoes, let's say, and you don't want immigrants coming to this country to pick, who's going to pick the tomatoes?
6: Well, people will. I think it has to be market-driven as far as what the wage is. You know, back in '72. When I was picking tomatoes, uh, Mr. Raker was offering 25 cents a basket, which was good money, and there were people standing in line wanting to get these jobs. I was very fortunate to be chosen because I I knew somebody. That's how I got in the tomato field. And wages should be market-driven, not the government dictating how much a business has to pay somebody. So if you want a product uh, at a fair price, and you're in business, you have to pay a fair price to have it made and it's all gonna work itself out. We have too much government sticking their nose in telling businesses what we what we can do and what we can't do. Let just let it be market driven.
0: Is it okay to have a minimum wage? Though <laughs> although, although well, it'll be the hard minimum to minimum wage
6: is really a joke. I mean seven twenty five an hour. Who actually is making seven you're not gonna hire anybody at seven twenty five an hour? That's what I'm saying. It's it's market driven. You know, when I do my landscaping in the spring, you know, I, I'm paying guys twenty bucks an hour to throw malt. It's market driven. If I'm going to get the people to work, I got to pay it. But then I got to charge my customer accordingly. And you know, again, market driven.
2: When I when I got my first job, a uh, summer job, uh, when I was. Uh... I guess a junior in high school or something I was an usher at a movie theater when movie theaters actually had ushers and um I got on uh, I lived in New York City got on the bus to go home that day and I met a kid who was in my class and I said I got a summer job I'm um, gonna be an usher at the theater. He goes, How much are you getting paid? I said, minimum. And he and he said, Well I just got a job at the department store. I said, What are you guy what are you getting paid? He goes, I think I'm getting paid the maximum. And oh, I said, How yeah. can I get that job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I never got I never got was, that job.
0: Carl's been earning yeah. the maximum ever since, I yeah. might add. Oh absolutely
2: Thank you absolutely. so much Carl.
0: Really appreciate Thank the call. You. Thanks for checking Thank in. You. I, I,
6: yeah. And Mike, Mike, good hearing your voice.
2: Okay, thank you, Carl.
0: Appreciate that. All right, one of our good listeners sends us a note. Says, "Good morning. <clears> I <throat> believe that once the state gets tolls from one bridge, it's just a matter of time until we pay tolls at all bridges."
2: Yeah, <laughs> so. bring it on, man! Bring <laughs> it on! Yeah,
0: there'll yeah. be a toll booth at every bridge in <laughs> Pennsylvania when you. Uh, Across uh, Plum Creek, <laughs> there'll, right. be, there'll be a yes. guy there that'll run you know, g- ba- get back the toll. At,
2: back in the old days, One back of, when we were kids, back in the 1800s.
0: One of our listeners says, yesterday when Eric was reading quotes, I was watching for you to tell him he can't read things on the air. That never happened. I think Joe has an excellent point. Your rules seem inconsistent or vague at best. You were making light of Joe and what he was saying, which isn't fair at all, while all he is asking is for clarification and consistency. I support Joe, says one of our good listeners. I appreciate that. Yeah, it probably is uh, vague and inconsistent since they're not written down. Just like life. Uh, (laughs) Right. uh, We use that. Let's see. Another listener sends us a note, says the Democrats aren't trying to help anyone with open borders and amnesty for illegals. They're trying to destroy their country. Another one says, uh, by the way, Mark, immigration is not complex. Follow the law. Secure the border, remove all those who are here illegally. No path to citizenship ever for illegals. It's bigotry to say that, okay, that's the end of that the sentence, <laughs> <laughs> period. Then, it's bigotry to say that Americans won't do work. There's one reason the government has made it easy for millions to do nothing, leeching off the productive members of society. Another listener says, good morning. Yes, when I was 12, I picked tomatoes for 25 cents a basket. Who would do that today? All right, so that's the sum total of our text. We'll read a couple of emails, then we'll take a quick break. But we do have an open phone, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of our listeners says, Carl, I also got all the tomatoes I could eat, too, plus a rash from all the acids that are on the tomato. Yes, they are very acidic. Another listener says, the real rhinos, Republicans in name only, are the right-wing Trumpers who use politics to express their hatreds and grievances. real Republicans were statesmen like Teddy Roosevelt, General Eisenhower, and Pennsylvania's own Tom Ridge. They understood public service. Why
2: isn't my name up there?
0: Uh, I don't know, but either is Congressman Peterson. Right. Uh, Glenn Thompson, he's died in the wool ultra-conservative. Well,
2: so. I, I can get into the discussion about how how the inner workings of uh um, politics work
0: okay All right. we're going <laughs> but, to talk about that when we yeah. come back we're going to talk about rhinos republicans who really is who isn't who's a trumper and what's wrong with being a uh, a, a member of that uh, wonderful cult 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number we will be right back WKOK's live telephone talk show. One caller waiting, another one coming in. Another listener sends us a note, says good morning. You don't really think that illegals are coming here who want to work these menial jobs either, do you? They don't. Uh, They think society is just society all over the world. Some parents, here's the problem, won't allow their children to get in on the bottom of the ladder, picking strawberries and and such as landscaping part-time clerks. These part-time jobs that were once meant for part-time. Time employment, not jobs, you can live on. Immigrants are really coming from countries that take care of them. We have laws, and when they are not up, help lawlessness, such uh, what you are experiencing. Uh, I hate to say, I hate to stop reading, but I think we're missing some. Uh, Uh, what do they call them, prepositions in there. (laughs) Proofread that and send it back, and I'll read it verbatim again. Sorry about that. And if you want to live here, become a citizen. They are not citizens. They're living on welfare. They can't speak English. They don't even know how to use money. I saw this firsthand yesterday. Uh, Joe, one more minute. Go right ahead. You're on the mark.
4: Okay, I uh, accept your explanation, and uh, if it's vague and unwritten... And, as you have a any caller that you will determine you know what uh can happen and not happen that's it's your show, your dough, I'm not messing with your paycheck uh but I do know, and I'll, I'll i'll go on to uh my subject right now is uh systemic racism, and that it's actually over the past couple of years I've heard it talked about and just relentlessly seems to be in the news but there is a Supreme Court case of uh I know that you have good listeners like Al out there who does take notes. So, if you can write down and do your own um, interesting research on McCluskey versus Kemp, McCluskey murdered a man in Georgia, and it went to the Supreme Court. And he uh, claimed he he was a black man who said he is only on death row and accused and going to be executed by the state because. Well, this is a summary. I can't read the whole thing, so don't get nervous and have to. So, he, and he said because I'm a black man and it's a, I have, am have accused of murder and sentenced to death. That's systemic, and he produced statistics. And the court said you can't use statistics to make your case because it's, all the cases are individual. Which a lot of people have been saying that you take it as black people, but if you include criminals in the people like white black whatever color and look at the cases individual which you have to do not systemic there is no such thing the founding document said all men are created equal and all the laws are built on that so i uh i'm probably into my one minute but uh some other <laughs> time maybe i'll call back and i'll be listening right. can,
2: can i make a comment on that Shh. being that i'm sitting here thank you joe yeah um what joe Joe was joe was talking about um there's a thing and uh, it's 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 a saying uh, or a phrase that's become popular, confirmation bias, where you believe something and when you you believe something and you look for things to prove your belief is right. And that would be like um, uh, from the right side from from being a a, a conservative would be um, uh, you'd see a, a minority resisting arrest and you'd say, Uh, they're all like that and then you'd see the same incident from the left and this would be known as desirability bias meaning that you want to see what you're seeing and from the left it would be uh, the same incident uh, a member of minority resisting arrest and you would say from the left the cops are picking on him so one person the conservative would say they're all alike and the, uh, the liberal would say the cops are picking on him. Um, we're, all in, we're all locked in this mindset. We don't like to change our minds. Um, that's just a human condition. And people who do change their minds are looked down upon a lot. You get a politician and they'll say, do you know back in 1995 they said this and now they're saying that? well, man, that's, that's, what, 25 years ago, 26 years ago? People have a right to grow, to change their minds. Too many of us, and I was like this until the last few years, where I've realized I don't feel comfortable because things I see bother me, and I'll look into them and change my mind. I'm still a conservative. I, in my mind, I'm a conservative Republican. But you have an open mind. I try to, not all the time. But I try to look at the other side and try to learn from it. A lot of times I'll look at the other side and say, they're really stupid, you know, and, and I'm right, but but you got to look at both sides. Don't just put the wall down. Well,
0: it's easy to explain the most complex thing to a simple person than it is to explain uh, a, a simple change in argument to somebody, that's a, a complex, you know, a super smart person that's already made up their mind. You know, I could never change the Republicans who call this show and uh, are good listeners around here. I could never say anything to change their minds they call in and they say, well, you know, they have all kinds of names for me and Mm -hmm. they hold me in disdain because I actually said on the air that a woman should have a right to choose or minimum wage should be raised or maybe there should be a path to citizen. They're like, oh my gosh, that's blasphemous. You know, how can can you be loyal to Trump and say that, you know?
2: Yeah, and the thing is, I I voted for Trump twice and... I won't even explain why, because I'm confused. But yeah, I did in the newspaper, but... uh,
0: And on the radio, you called our sunrise show.
2: Yeah, that's right. And um, the the thing is, is that um, I try to have an open mind. I I don't like a lot of what the, the left is preaching. I don't like a lot of what the right is preaching either. I'm very confused, but I try to look at both sides.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like to look at both sides before I outright dismiss anything I don't find supports what I already believe. Exactly. All right, Than, you're on the mark. Thank you for waiting through that bit of dialogue.
7: Great great to hear Mike. Mike, this is Than Mitchell. Yes, I I know, Than.
2: You've got to know the voice. As soon as you hear the voice, you know it's Than Mitchell.
7: Well, as soon as I hear the ideas, I know it's Mike Glazer, because you are what I call a conservative, which is much different than what I would have called Donald Trump. He was not conservative, in my estimation. What do you think?
2: Um, I thought he was... um, I thought the man, if he wasn't as abrasive and... um, Let's uh, I'll use a real technical term, pig headed. Um, He probably could have gotten a lot of good stuff done. He did get some, what I believe, on the business front, um, good stuff done. He allowed business to expand. Uh, The unemployment dropped. Um, And you know know the statistics. Of course, uh, people on the left will argue the statistics. People on the right will argue the opposite. But I do believe the country moved ahead as far as that went. A lot of other things. One thing. I don't believe Donald, yes, I don't believe Donald Trump was truly a conservative. Possibly a reactionary, but not a conservative in my mind.
7: Also, wasn't he too self uh, grandizing as in aggrandizing, as in when he said, I have no responsibility here. This is not my fault. This is nothing at all that I had to do with. When he was president of the United States, and he had to do with all that stuff, be it COVID, be it uh, immigration, all those things, and he said, it's not my problem.
2: Well, I'm not even going to comment. I, I, again, then, um, uh one thing that uh, I do believe, because I'm one of those guys that watch um, all the news networks, And get angry at everybody. Um, (laughs) I I think that Donald Trump, because of his abrasiveness, because of of the way he handled himself, made enemies very, very quickly uh, and couldn't get his point across. He couldn't get his point across in two ways. I don't believe he could express his point and the way he expressed what he felt was easy to be jumped on by his enemies, which, oh my goodness, yes. which, oh my goodness, yes. yes, which completely made him um, um, uh, non. He wasn't be he. He wasn't allowed to be able to be president because of himself and his enemies.
7: Well, uh, you know, I I found out that it appears that Republicans use the word hate an awful lot. I was accused of hating Trump from the very beginning. Well, in the first place, I hate no one. I dislike ideas that come from people who uh, I think didn't think about them very well. And I remember Trump's uh, reputation in New York City. He was hated in New York City. He was a man who discriminated against black people. He very commonly talked about he was pro-choice back then, and he changed all of that, in my estimation, to become, what would one call it, an authoritarian.
2: Yeah, the, 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 it seems, you know, we have the pandemic going on uh, with COVID, but there's also an authoritarian pandemic going on across the world. Um, I don't know why this has happened. I, I remember back in my younger days, back when the Soviet Union collapsed, there seemed to be this uh, era of good feelings that disappeared very, very, very quickly. Um to this point now that we have authoritarian rule in many countries, many western countries um, which I think in the long run is dangerous. I don't know if it'll exist in the long run but uh, this tends to be um, falling back in the history where you get the authoritarian uh, leaders and they become so self-centric with their countries that bad things happen.
7: Many of us thought that perhaps were trump to get a second term that that might happen here and it appeared since he bolstered all of those right-wing anti-jewish people to actually invade a government building it seems to me that i was right don't don't say
2: i I disagree with you this bolstering of anti-jewish people there was anti-everybody in that group oh
3: that's very true <clears> the, if, if
2: you remember watching that night there was somebody running around with an israeli flag um there was a photograph of a man who had a yarmulke on Had a you know uh uh, uh, uh who was on the stairs in the capitol uh wh- is one of the mob uh, this was a uh a a beautiful example of everybody in America going crazy Um, Uh,
7: uh, okay I I agree with you there but there were also so t-shirts that were horribly anti-Semitic there were signs that were yes. horribly yeah, the, anti-black and brown people. Yeah, that's
2: that's very... Uh, that's um, I, I am amazed. I am amazed that there is hate in this country. How did that happen? Hey, listen, <laughs> we live in a real world. There are people who are not going to like you because of who you are. You can't let that ball just plow ahead, do your thing, and make as many friends as you can.
7: Do you disagree that perhaps Trump would kind of heading toward an
2: autocracy. Well, I think he was there already. Uh, It's just that this wonderful country was able to control that. Even though I voted for the man twice, I guess I was part of the problem. Yeah, I think
0: you were. (laughs) Thank you so much for the call. Hey,
2: then, thank you. Uh, It's good hearing from
7: you. Good hearing from you, Mike, and keep Mark in line, would you?
0: Promise. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm not listening to e- anything either of you say, so uh, the last I thing don't... I will ever do is change my mind. My Mark so. is
2: sitting here on the other side of a uh, <laughs> clear shower curtain. And...
0: <laughs> Right. And we got plexiglass to the left, the shower curtain, and actual glass to the right. Yes. Yes. So I am I'm always on this show by myself. All right. we We're going to talk about tolling Interstate 80 and 83 bridges shortly. We have one, two, three remarks about that. We'll read those on the radio. 1-800-795-9565. It makes perfect sense. We need the money. Oh, should we toll Interstate 80 or at least a couple of these uh, bridges? Give us a buzz. one 800 795 Yeah. All right, let's talk about toll roads. When, uh, back in the day, you worked on this as part of your U.S. congressional aide?
2: Yeah, when I was working for John Peterson back in 05, 06, 07, it it lasted for, let's say, four years. Um, um, Route 80, um, the the state wanted to make route, well, PennDOT wanted to make Route 80 a toll road, um, which basically was illegal because it's a a national highway and to get down to the nitty gritty of it, there are rules and they couldn't do it. Um, They also got into a lot of financial trouble because what was happening is uh, they were going to have Route 80 maintenance taken over by the Turnpike Commission which the Turnpike Commission is a a feather bed for uh, um, fat cats to collect tolls on. Anyway, it's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, yeah. It always has traditionally from the 1930s. I mean, there's no reason to have a Turnpike Commission. It should all be PennDOT roads. But they it have isn't.
0: what 600 some billion dollars in debt
2: now. Well, yes, because um, um, because of what happened in 2006 and seven, uh, the the, um, the Turnpike Commission was supposed to take over Route 80. Um, PennDOT. Um, Borrowed money uh, or the turnpike, and I'm getting confused here, but I'm okay. All... Well, in any event, the yeah. has declined uh, yes. on many opportunities. And it had to do with that. It had to do with what was going on back in 2006 and 7.
0: Well, and I, uh, they say that's one of the reasons why the Turnpike Commission has these billions of dollars in debt, is yes. so that nobody will touch them.
2: No, they won't. You know, it's, yeah.
0: it's like the third rail. Yeah. All right. Uh, and we need tolls because gasoline tax revenue is plummeting.
2: Well, a lot of people aren't driving. Because of COVID, everybody is, well, a lot of people are working from home. But also, uh, we're having a, a change in our um, uh, technology. More and more people are starting, uh, they're using electric cars. And if not totally electric cars, which happen to be very expensive at the time, cars like the Prius, which, uh, you know, there are a lot of cars out there that use gasoline and electric and get old, great mileage, so people aren't filling up as often as they used to. So tax revenue, as far as gas tax revenue that went to pay for highway maintenance, is decreasing every year. We don't know what to do. Um, Do we tax mileage on your odometer? How would you do that? would you uh, um, uh, increase, and you and I were talking about this off the air, would you increase uh, your registration fees? To what extent? How much can you make up when there's a deficit right right now of uh, actually, uh, I think it's uh, billions of dollars or at least hundreds of millions of dollars? Mm-hmm. Our roads are old. They're falling apart. You go to the cities. You go to Philadelphia. You, look, you think you were in Beirut, you know, or, 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 or um, um, some third world nation. The roads, the concrete is falling off the bridges. How do we fix this stuff?
0: Yeah, the PennDOT says they need about 15 billion dollars to bring all of our highways and bridges up to good condition. But that that even that wouldn't be enough. That's just to bring them up to good condition. Yeah. Uh, one of our listeners sends us a note. I'm says I'm sure many of your listeners will recall when the Clark's Ferry Bridge near Duncannon was a toll bridge. Seems like yesterday. He says Dick, do you remember that? No. I, I do not. No, I don't. Uh, but of course, we know that th- to this day they call Bainbridge, the Veterans Memorial Bridge, the toll bridge because it re- that was a toll bridge back in the day. Another good question says, here's a question for PennDOT regarding tolling of bridges. Why not allow local residents of Pennsylvania, who are already paying for these roads, the opportunity to get an easy pass for a discount or a free pass over these bridges? This way the only people who are are getting the toll are people who are from outside Pennsylvania who are passing through. Okay.
2: That that was argued uh, years ago. Also, um, <clears throat> a, you know, somebody who works down Route 80 somewhere, and they get on Route 80, they go two or three exits. If they go through a toll, that's going to be what thirty, forty dollars a month for them extra. Do they take local roads then? Do the local roads become jammed up? Do truckers avoid the tolls by getting off, going on mm-hmm. some two lane? And then back on to Route 80, there are a lot of things to be considered with this.
0: Right. Yeah, that would, uh, we do know that Interstate 80 is full of trucks avoiding the turnpike. Uh, one of our listeners says, driving my electric car for free on the roads, I guess I could see paying $1 to do so. Buy electric. It's almost free to drive. Uh, says our good listener. Well, you have to pay for the electricity, of course, right? And you
2: have to pay for the car.
0: Unless you ran an orange cord over to the neighbor's house without their knowledge or
2: consent. You know, things are changing. If you remember, you know, when you and I were young and we used horse and buggies, <laughs> um, Mifflinburg was the East Coast capital of buggy making. hmm you know, they don't you know, make if, many buggies there anymore. If
0: you suggested, let's get rid of the <clears throat> rail line that connected Mifflinburg to Lewisburg, right. they'd laugh you out of town because it was used daily by right. people and freight. And, of course, then it was unused completely. So yes. minus uh, passenger excursions for pleasure. Uh, Lance, so let's talk about toll roads first, and then we'll let you finish your remarks, and then we've got to take a quickie break. Go ahead.
5: Okay. Well, anyway, based on what goes on with the Turnpike Commission, can we afford it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, That thing there has got more, I used to say, vice presidents than the Pennsylvania Railroad, and
2: uh,
5: (laughs) it's really
2: (laughs) really Hey, Lance, how are you?
5: Quite unbelievable.
2: Okay. Uh,
5: All right. I, uh, I really miss the bi-weekly break-y. We'll
2: get those back. We'll get those back. Anyway, well, really um, but, but, you know, you say, how can we afford it? How can we not afford to keep our infrastructure up? You know something I heard, and, and, and I think this is really interesting, and, and this is what I heard, and I heard it from a good source, that China used more concrete in a three-year period than the United States used in the entire 20th century. Their infrastructure is so modern, they've built cities that nobody lives in, but they're there for the populations to come. They have high-speed rail. They have every modern convenience. China is what the United States was 50 60 years ago now we're becoming the old country we need to do something we need a major shift in the way we do our business here in this country or else we're going to be england we're going to be um you know a a second rate nation wealthy, healthy wise but we won't be the united states that we grew up in
5: oh that's for sure i think uh president obama you know he talked about those shovel ready projects and they got there they weren't so shovel ready though because uh, we have uh uh ordained the uh work to the government you know and that doesn't. To be working
2: yeah, out. the government is not a business. There, uh, believe me, I was involved in it. Uh, yeah. If you want to get stuff done, give it to business to get done, and private uh, government. Uh, what do you call it? The private. Public partnerships might be truly the way of the future. They're becoming more and more. Well, that's
0: what this one is, right? It's the idea that somebody else would take over the bridge, toll it, and maintain it?
2: Well, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm, I, I don't know in this case. I don't know in this case. I think here they're just trying to get money to fix the bridge. Just toll it, and so you don't fall money.
0: into the uh, valley. Lance, you had a uh, President Trump anti-Semitic remark uh, to make quickly. Go ahead and do that, and then we'll get okay. Joseph, and then we'll take well, the break.
5: I don't think if it was anti-Semitic, I don't think he would have put a man in charge of his campaign that was Jewish, or his daughter married a Jew, or moved our uh, embassy to Jerusalem, or got a real fine <laughs> recommendation from the top dog in Israel, do you think anti-Semitic would have done that?
0: I don't know. Did anybody call President Trump anti-Semitic?
2: Um. I think they've called him everything.
0: Okay, he's my well, yeah. Oh, we yeah,
2: like, yeah, I would good. think, I, yep. in okay. my opinion, as a card carrying Jew, I don't think he's anti Semitic. Maybe crazy, but not anti-Semitic. You guys have a card. I want a card. Oh I yeah, we, we control card. the world. Don't you know that? Thank you, Lance. Thank <clears> you
0: so throat> much throat> for being our good friend, and we will see you at the Saturday functions. You know,
2: you know. Uh, every morning at six o'clock, I get a call from you know the the uh, the the higher up the Jewish people, higher who control the world, <laughs> and they tell me what I have to Here do that that day. Except my alarm never goes off. I miss that call. Oh my god! It's it's terrible. It's terrible.
0: And you wonder where these myths come from.
2: Yeah, people starting like, with me, right? Yeah,
0: that's people it. like you, what cause unrest? They yes, say. that's it. Joseph, uh, you get the last call before a quick break. Go right ahead.
8: Yeah, I wanted to comment on that uh, anti-Semitism, you know, and so forth. And Rush was uh, called an, uh, excuse me a racist because of something about a woman or someone having a bone in her nose or something. Okay, what would you think of a? And, and I'm not going to mention the guy's name now. He's a famous, world-renowned physician. He's a Jew. And he would not treat a Gentile woman because she was not a Jew. Would you say that that person would be racist? Does
2: that violate... I, well, who are you talking about, or did you make this up?
8: No, I didn't make this up. All if right, I who mentioned is his this? name, you'd know who he is. Who is it? Well, you Christ, the Christians call him Jesus, but his name is Yahshua. Oh, and
2: okay, I heard he wouldn't treat a Gentile
8: woman, a Syrophoenician woman, because she wasn't a Jew. He called her a dog. And a dog to a Jew back then was a pretty low animal because they eat their own vomit.
2: So you're saying that Jesus was anti-Semitic? Would you, Jesus, ju- would you, would you
8: just call him racist? Um, <laughs>
2: that's
8: what he said. He said he said it's not fit to give the children meat to dogs.
2: I wouldn't call he him racist, but I, I believe that there are a lot of people today. If you you see, I didn't understand what you were saying without then saying it was Jesus who did this. Now, if you said there was a doctor who did this, blah, but blah, blah. No, 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 no. I understand. I'm agreeing with you. If, if uh, you ask the question, was this guy a racist? I'd say, yes. Yes, he would be. Because he didn't treat somebody of a different tribe or a different um, nationality. Um, but what's your point then?
8: Okay, I'm saying, you would call him a racist, right? But he is not a racist, but he made those remarks, okay? Now, he went on, because the woman said, uh, don't the dogs eat the crumbs so it from the master's table? And he said, I've not seen so much faith in all of Israel. You have what you want. And he, he healed her daughter. But uh, the, the primary uh, statement that he made to her is that he wouldn't, even, he wouldn't even talk to her right away because she was hounding his disciples, and finally they got on his case and they said, hey, this woman's bugging us, you know, and then he, uh, he got in that conversation with her and he said it's not fit to give the children meat to dogs. And then of course she exercised her faith. Well then you, no one in Israel had such faith as she had being a Gentile. You, you and he see gave her what she wanted. You see, people he was can, not racist, but he made those comments.
2: Yes, but you see, he changed his mind when he realized what we have to do as human beings is open our minds to all sides. Make our judgments what's right and wrong, but we right, have to hear right. both sides.
8: All right. Thank right. you so and, much. And James, I believe sir. that if I don't know that comment that Rush may have made If there was some follow-up on that later on, like the Savior followed up on his comment and said, you know, he treated her daughter, healed her daughter cast the demons
0: out <laughs> there must be some context by which you can say a woman has is black and has a bone in her nose uh, if you have the right I context know. i don't know the story right. i've never
8: heard it than on, 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 on your program here
0: all right i remember it back in the day all right I, thank I, you so much i Joseph. went to
2: high school with a kid named martin feinstein who usually had a uh, um, a finger up his nose is Is that, th- that's not the that same thing. Not the same okay. thing. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. All right. One of
0: our good listeners says on the topic of the Capitol riot says the mostly peaceful fraud election protest was Shanghai by some very good actors. The videos of the quote, fraud, unquote, riot, are shocking. Groups being led and instructed on what to do, ever the shooting of the Air Force veteran, is very unusual, says Mike. So thank you for that. Appreciate the email. We'll take, uh, well, no time for more callers. we got one standing by. we got to take a quickie break. We've got four emails pending, so we'll read those fast when we return. All right. One of our listeners says, "As far as the 9/11 Commission, all depends on who's on it." Did you see the parade in front of his house in Florida for President's Day? Did you see the parade in front of the Washington D.C. White House for the new president? I think you're going to hear some cricket sounds in front of the White House if you're looking for supporters out front of the White House. Uh, Greg, you're on the mark. You get a couple of moments here before the end yeah. of the week. Go ahead. Just,
9: just quick on the tolling of the
0: bridges. Can you speak oh. up a little bit? We're just a little bit faint yeah, on the yeah. line.
9: Just a quick note on tolling bridges. You can't discriminate on tolling of bridges in Pennsylvania or any other state because federal funds have been used to take and construct them initially. Therefore, you have to toll interstate and in state residents as well. You know, when they're passing over it, you can't do one without the other because of the use of federal funds initially to construct them. And on the second one, to balance out the uh, deficiency in income for road and bridges, each vehicle that is a hybrid or an electric should be paying an equivalent mileage charge based on that vehicle's mileage that is equivalent to the U.S. federal or state gas tax that we're
8: applying because
9: they're currently not paying that fee. And there, as vehicles switch over, is where you're finding an increased efficiency in the funds that are available to maintain our roads and bridges in Pennsylvania because we're not collecting a tax on them like you are on the fueled vehicle
2: that's 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 right um we're in a sea change now we're having a, a, a change in our uh, the way we we do business as far as roads and and automobiles uh, we are going to have to figure out a formula to keep us rolling
0: yeah per mile well, and I remember Maryland inspections are hugely well, they've, expensive they've
9: tried they've tried taxing all vehicles on a per mile basis in, like, the state of Washington and stuff and selected areas. But the problem with that is, then, when it comes to a fueled vehicle, you're double-taxing them. They're already paying state and federal fuel taxes at the pump, and then you want to take in base a mileage fee for them as well, where a vehicle that's electric or hybrid that isn't using nearly or any, you know, petroleum-based fuel is not paying that fee. And so there, again, you're still bringing a double standard because in the long run, Those electric and hybrid vehicles still use fossil fuels and stuff to produce the energy that they are running on. They are not truly environmentally friendly, uh, and at this point never probably will be. So that's all I've got to say.
0: Thank thank you. you so much for calling in. Very glad to hear from you. Thank you, sir. Oh, this is great. We'll have you back. Well, thank
2: you. Thank you very much.
0: You really have to stop leaning back and listening to the callers. You should just belly up to the mic, tell them they're wrong, and speak over them. All right,
2: I'll do that next time. I'll start off that way.
0: That's what we typically do.
2: Okay, very good. Thanks.
0: Mike Glazer here. Thank you. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury.